million dollar agent, Tom Panos, Troy Malkin, John McGrath, and a special guest today. We've got Tracy Fellows, the Chief Executive Officer of realestate.com, our good friends and supporters of Million Dollar Agent Podcast. How are you, Tracy? I'm good, thank you. Good to have you here, Trace. Thanks for coming. We know how busy you are getting out there meeting all the agents, so it's fantastic to, oh, it's good to have be you here. here. Now, but you, you'll be pleased, I hope, to hear that on this podcast we have, how many, Troy? How many people now? 13,500 every week. 13,500, listen. Mm-hmm. Tracy, they get amazing value for money. They pay nothing and they probably get about the same back <laughs> in terms of their, uh, the quality of their... No, that's great, 13,000. Yeah. John, we're, we're a value You're making me business. nervous. You're making me nervous now. We charge nothing and give hopefully something, so we do provide some sort of value. There's some value. Uh-huh. So that's good, Troy. So we were number one business podcast. So thank you, everyone that listens. Yeah, thank you. Thank guys. you very much. We are delighted, and we're glad that there's some value out there because I guess they wouldn't be coming back. And I get what I love is like when you go to events, Tom. You and I were at one yesterday uh, for REB in, in uh, Leichhardt and Melbourne last week. I love it when people come up and they say, "We listen to you every week. We can't wait." And sometimes people say. We play it at our sales meetings. So yeah. if you are one of the principals listening, that might be not a bad idea because hopefully we bring up topics, and today is going to be one of the biggest ones, which is around digital, that are really valuable for everyone in the sales team. And what I've heard is people play it, then the principal facilitates a debrief and says, so what did you think about that? What did you learn? How could we apply it? So, uh, yeah, hopefully there's some tips on how you can perhaps use the podcast. I think, uh, uh, John, whilst podcasting became popular about a decade ago. I think it's only in the last year that all of a sudden you've seen uh, podcasts be implemented as a main form of training in real estate because training is one of these jobs that allows you to actually be doing two things at the one time. You're always travelling to appointments. We have, we, we've, got, we've got people that listen to podcasts that send me uh, notes, emails and messages on social media saying we listen to it at our sales meetings, uh, we listen to it at the gym. We listen to it whilst we're at an open and there's no one around at a midweek open. We listen to it while we're driving to appointments. Yeah, yeah. So I think well, it's the emergence of the training. It's the portability of technology, isn't it? Yeah. You can do it anywhere, which is good. So um, as Tom said, we're delighted, Tracy, to have you on board, as, as I'm sure everyone would know by now. Um, you are the fairly new CEO of realestate.com. I couldn't believe it. We were just chatting before we, we went to air and you said a year because it really feels, which is a great compliment to you, that you've been around for a lot longer than that because you've been so visible in a short term and I remember when we first started and you know I'm on the board and as most of our listeners know and I sort of said what's it been like and you said well you know my key role the first hundred days is to get around and meet customers which I think you know if we go back through REA's DNA that's probably been something we haven't been as good as we could have been in the past so I think that was a great focus on and uh um, I think it's been, you know, the feedback that I get, and I know, Tom, you get the same, is fantastic. People saying, you know, we've got a CEO that's interested in us as, a, as an industry and as a customer base. So, um, I mean, I'd like to ask you a couple of questions. Number one is my view, as, as everyone in this room, of course, is that digital is going to be an incredibly important part of all our lives and especially our real estate lives going forward to complement, you know, print and, and other vehicles going forward. Where do you see, if you were a real estate agency out there in the market, you owned a company or a couple of offices, how can you, I always talk about dominating digital, how can you actually develop a better profile and be more successful in your digital strategy? Because a lot of people out there, they're not parts of huge corporations, they're principals in a small sales team, and they're trying to figure this stuff out themselves. 
What would you be doing to really um, build your digital profile in, in real estate? So, I mean, I think the thing to build a profile is you have to be where consumers are. So the days of I'm going to build my own kind of website and suddenly create some name for myself, it's really hard to do that because yeah. it's very hard for that to ever be discovered. You could build the most fabulous website about your own agency and your own persona, and, and the truth is the vast majority of consumers, 99% of them, would just never stumble across that. Right. So I think you need Because they're going to the big portals. Correct. Right? Domain so and REA to, is where people are looking. Correct. So you need, I mean, on, on, our, on our site, close to 4 million Australians will come to our site every single month. So you need to create a great profile where the consumers are. So that's like one in six Australians are looking at REA once a month. Yeah. Which, of course, they're not all looking to buy. Some are voyeurs. They want to look at decorating ideas. So, so Tracy, on that point, because when we talk numbers and that, and I think a lot of people listen to numbers, and just to put context, you're saying 4 million unique people. Mm -hmm. Unique users. Unique users. It won't be the same per. It won't be 2 million people but only two times. Correct. Right. That's a big number. Okay, so you've got to go where the fish are biting. So you've got to be where the traffic is. Yes. Does that mean, though, just as we pause, is your own website, company website, individual office website, is that rele- is it still relevance? Do people need to keep that up to date and keep investing so- in it? I think people have a sense that they want to do it because it reflects in some way their brand. I actually think you'd keep it for at a very minor investment as just a hygiene factor in case someone is looking at it because the reality is people are going to find are going to look at the portals and they're going to look about agencies, they're going to look about agents. They're going to do all of that research digitally beforehand and they're not going to do it looking at the own company's website in most cases, they're right. really going to look at it on so a site got, like real estate. So it's kind of got to be there and up to date and clean, but Correct. it's probably not something you'd be investing huge amounts of money into. Correct. Uh, what, so Again, because, and, and I, I don't say that because um, of my job, it's just you want it, the, the audience numbers speak to that. There's yeah. not going to be a lot of consumers. So if, you, if you're a listener here, you might get you know 3,000 people a month, <laughs> if you're lucky, going to your website, whereas REA is getting 4 million. So kind of around there. Um, Steve Carroll, who's been kind enough to speak at some of our events, including Eric last year, talks about the digital interview. Absolutely. Do you want to talk to that a bit? Because I'm assuming that this is one of the ways for the future for REA and, uh, and for agents. So what actually is the digital interview and how do you see our listeners being able to leverage and take advantage? Sure. So one of the bits of research we found was that for 66% of consumers would say the most stressful thing about selling their house is selecting the agent. Right. Because it's their biggest financial asset. And so who they entrust to sell that asset is a hugely stressful process. And the digital interview is all about consumers wanting to do their research of finding out who it's going to be. And I don't underestimate word of mouth. And of course, great agents have great word of mouth. But at the same time, consumers are still going to look and mm-hmm. research Even if their best friend says they're great, they're still going to look and want to understand who is that agent, what do they say about themselves, what are examples of properties they sold, how much did they sell it for. Maybe my friend had a great experience, but hey, that was a great house or the market was hot. Do I have an agent who really I can see when I look digitally at the proof points has been able to deliver? So the digital interview is that research. Tracy... The digital interview. What are the components that make that up? So, what are you talking about? Those, those, yeah, yeah. those. What are those points that you just mentioned? So, for the way we've, the experience we've created within REA is something called agent profiles. So that includes information about the agent, um, includes some how long they've been in the industry, of course, who they work for, which agency, and then it includes properties that they've sold. 
Can you put videos on there as well as an agent? You can. You absolutely can. And one of the things that's interesting when we did research, and we did a lot of research about this with both consumers and customers, because we wanted to know what were customers' concerns about it. Consumers want to know the facts about what they've sold, but they also want to know something about the personality. Because this is a guy or girl I'm going to have a lot of involvement with Mm -hmm. for the four to six weeks when I'm in the process of selling my house. So is it somebody I want to have in my kitchen? Is it somebody I like talking to or is it when they're when their number comes up on my mobile phone, I want to avoid it. So they want to know something about the personality, and then they want to have the proof points of what are the houses they sold in my area, for how much, okay, now I feel good. John, I like that term, the proof points, Mm. providing (coughs) proof Mm. that that person... And you're saying, Tracy, the just the sold section is is a strong proof point in agent selection. Correct. I I would guarantee you, and I don't know if statistics back this up or not, Trace, but... A lot of agents that are listening now that are on REA and have all their listings on REA probably have a lousy profile or none at all. Mm. So every agent, in effect, has a default profile, don't they? They do, and we've filled in information about the profile so that there would be, not, there would be nobody who would have nothing there because then it yeah. looks sort of um, like an empty um, cavern. So they would have information, but the ability to personalise it and add more information is a big part of what you can do. So it's funny, it's like LinkedIn. I go to LinkedIn. If I'm trying to research someone, I go to LinkedIn. If they have no photo and if their um, profile's not up to date, I kind of you know, just wipe them. And I think if they, they can't be that professional if they're not keeping their profile up to date, because LinkedIn's got 7 million, I think, Australian users. Mm-hmm. So sort of it's like in the REA space, it's kind of like a dominant player in its profile. So it's not that hard to, to do a short video to put your own images up there, to put a nice kind of, because you said personality profile there. What do you stand for? What do you like as an individual? And then the other other, um, part of what customers, that consumers tell us they care about is, they want, they don't want, we talked a lot about a rating system. And a rating system, if they don't trust it, Mm -hmm. isn't a useful rating system. So we were down a path that said, hey, wouldn't you want to have some kind of a rating system? And... The truth so, is, you know, three stars, four stars for an agent or whatever. And if in any way that can be manipulated, consumers right. don't trust it. So we don't so have that on our area. We do don't. We? we absolutely don't. And what we feel like is the facts will speak for themselves. What you say about yourself and then the properties that you have sold, that tells the story. You have the ability to personalize what you're saying about yourself, but the properties that you've sold, that tells the story. Rather than testimonials that are pretend or somehow, you know, exaggerated to t- say something that's not yeah. interesting. So if out of the 13,000 listeners that may be listening to this right now, you're saying, Tracy, that they have a profile on there regardless. And what you're saying is that there's certain things that they could do ASAP that's going to cost them no money that is going to improve their attractiveness on the site. So how do they go on? If I'm listening here and I'm saying I didn't even know I had a profile, do you go on, do you have to get a login or a password? Can you create that for yourself? How do you no, you do it through the, just the agent desktop, and then you can um, look through that you'd have with your um, agency, and then you can fill in your details. And so a de- they can look at the default. It takes five minutes, right? Ten, yeah. ten minutes maximum, John. Going through the process with all the McGrath team, you go into the agent admin section, and it takes about ten minutes to so upload I, everything. I would say to everyone out there, most people, I think, you know, have an, uh, an REA manager or account person. I mean, if, you, if you're unsure, ring them, right? Absolutely. Um, because that's what we did, and Luke, who's here today with us in, our, in the room, Luke's one is our fantastic account manager, and Luke took our people through it. But no matter how small you are, it matters. REA, you know, wants you to be up there and have a strong profile. Um, I remember Tracy reading a few years ago, I don't know where, but it said that 
uh, engagement increases by 400% if there are video involved. Because mm. people nowadays, they don't have the time or the effort to read lots of stuff. But they love clicking on a 30-second clip for your profile. So do you think you know, an online video is both in property and for the agent profile is a, is a way to go? I think for the agent profile it absolutely is. I think for property, yes, although the quality of the video matters a lot in property. Yeah. And the quality of photography now is so great that I would say the difference for the actual property and going through the property is probably a little less. We see videos that where there's a lot of profiling of the agent versus the property. Right. People bail out on those fairly quickly. Ones that show too much about the scenery but not enough about the house, people will also bail out on early on. Um, one thing that is that we think will be a very new trend is um, actual virtual reality. So you're walking through a property that may not have even been built, particularly new developments, right, yeah, yeah. as though it's as though you're in the property, and you feel as though you know it is a, a property that's been completed. Is anyone using that yet? Yeah, we've seen. Uh, we've had a number. We've had um, about 400 virtual reality videos. Some are houses that exist. Yeah. So you're walking through it, and it's much because you're controlling where you go. It's a much more immersive experience. Yeah, yeah. You do it. There's a couple of different options of how to do it. There's something called. Oculus, which are some big mm -hmm. goggles, and there's another with Samsung, where you put a phone inside some goggles. So yeah, both of those mechanisms that. can work. Or you can have no goggles and just have it on the site itself, where you're moving through with the mouse. Um, and that is, as I said, a very immersive experience, and we think one, particularly for properties that haven't been built, that is going to really become much more commonplace in yeah, the future. Yeah, yeah. Great for people who are international, looking at properties because obviously they're not here for them to get a really good sense of what it looks like. But you walk yeah. through it as though you're in the property. The other thing, sorry, Troy, I was oh, going to say oh, the, other, the yeah. other thing that I heard not long ago came out of the states. Some research I was doing, and it said floor plans, which makes sense to me. Floor plans are really important for buyers. Yep. Um, in fact, I think they rated above videos actually, mm -hmm. in turn, which is kind of interesting because they're cheaper and easier to do but um, useful, and they said that they, in, they increase the longevity of the engagement by around 20%, because people don't just look at the pretty pictures, then they sort of yeah. download the floor plan and start renovating and putting their, knocking out walls on paper and stuff. So, I mean, anything else like that. So video is kind of important, but it's gotta be a good video mm -hmm. and it's gotta be focused on the property. Floor plans, uh, quality of photography. Quality of photography. Uh, we do see um, the price. Consumers get very frustrated if there's not a price on the property. Actually, we get a lot of complaints from consumers yeah. who call into us that say, why do properties not have it? It's a very an important part of what people search for yeah. is the price parameter. So if there's a very, very broad price parameter or phone for a price, then people get frustrated. So certainly price is an important And also qualifier. when agents, for some, I don't know why, reason, leave properties that have sold up on the website sometimes. I hear that. It's a frustration because a couple of our competitors in certain pockets do that, and I've heard this bizarre explanation, well, it gets people to phone us. Well, the problem is, Tracy, people phone you and then you say, can I see that property I sold a week ago? And all you're doing is creating frustration. So, I mean, I would encourage just as a, you know, sort of an, as a fellow agent to the people that are listening, is when you sell a property, transfer it to the sold section. Like, don't mess around. You know, this old-fashioned thing of, oh, we'll get more phone calls to ring and therefore we get more inquiry. No, no, no. Just getting enough inquiry from your current listings. I agree. And, and it, it, we, it's a big complaint from both consumers and customers for us for the, when they see um, properties that are still up there. Increasingly now, though, people are looking up their own property. So now we have a way where you can, um, we use some information that lets 
you say what the value of your property is. We estimate the value based on some data right. from CoreLogic. Mm -hmm. We say this, it's a broad range, um, but we see that what people do very quickly is they look at what our site says their property is worth, and then they go forward and look at their neighbors all the way up the street, and then they go all the way down the street. Um, so th there's a lot of ways people are researching what, what's happening around them in their neighborhood, in their, in their suburb. So I think you're kind of fooling if yourself if you think leaving a house on there that's already sold. There's yeah. 10 other ways people are going to find you, yeah. find things, and be doing their own research. Don't, don't frustrate them. Yeah, I agree. Troy, you were going to say something, sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to go back to video. What Tracy said was fantastic around two things. The profile is really about, the agent profile should be about building trust and rapport. Leave the statistics in the just sold area and also your listings to show how good you are as yeah. a salesperson. Yeah. But really use that one minute video to build that trust and rapport with the consumer. The second one was, John, around the property video. You really want to see something that you haven't seen in the photos or the floor plan. So give me an experience about a property that yeah. I necessarily can't see from fantastic images. But make it relevant to the property, not necessarily the area. I mean, the area has some relevance, but I've seen two-minute videos where a minute is like the local ferry down the road and the parks <laughs> and stuff, and it does get frustrating. As yeah. And people, we see people bail out of those. Clicking off. So you can absolutely see they disengage yeah, very yeah. early, because they're also suspicious. Why aren't you showing me the property? You've got yeah. a video where I could see something more. Why aren't you showing me that in yeah, your video? Why are you showing me the ferry and the sky and the beach and well, a we dog? It's about eight seconds now. If we don't capture our audience in about eight seconds, they're out. So we've got to get some great imagery that can engage them right. within that first eight seconds. And I think the days of the moving images or the Ken Burns effects of image cast, mm -hmm. they're well and truly gone. So there's a couple of agencies that still do that, and it's just a replication of the photos. So we're saying, Troy, should either be a video or should be just straight images, good quality images that you can click through at your own? People do want floor plans, they want details about the property, they want to know what the land size is. That, that they do, they, and, and you can see that they'll engage as they go through photos. Once their interest level is up, that's when they'll start to look at more of the, more of the photos and the floor plan. Yeah, You'll absolutely see absolutely it's a sign of engagement. It's definitely an indication of engagement. Tracy, if I'm an agent listening to this mm -hmm. and I want to list and sell more real estate, what are some of the things that you think that they can use today off the REA website to help that. Um, I know that some agents say that they love vendor management tools that they can show their vendors mm. how many people have mm. been uh, looking at a property, particularly in a marketplace where in some markets now we're seeing agents have to do good uh, education to vendors to accept the yes. reality of the market. So what reports are available? Yeah, what reports and yeah. So I think um, if you want to list and sell more property, one is to have a profile on the site. So for that digital interview, you come up. I think secondly, when you're communicating, when you're talking to the potential vendor, to be able to show and share with them what the marketing is going to look like. So a way to be able to show, here's what your house would look like on REA if you took a premiere position, here's what that would look like, here's what your photography would look like. So you here's use that at the listing presentation? Absolutely. Here's how it would stand out on an iPad, for example, because we know how many people are looking for those things. And then here's the reporting you'll get so that you know how many people looked at your site, how long they were on the site, how many mm -hmm. phoned or sent email inquiries, phone inquiry, phone reveal or an email inquiry. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, I think people want to feel that they've, in, the great thing about digital is it's very measurable. So then a vendor can absolutely see, for my money, this is how many people I know looked at my property this week, next week, and how many people... Explain phone reveal. She says you looked up for the phone number of the agent. 
So on the site, you looked that you looked up that, or you sent an email inquiry. So, so when then you see at the bottom of the agent's really details, good. it's got the first four letters of their of their phone number. So the consumer has to click to reveal the rest of it, which really tells REA that they're actually in the process of making a call. So REA can track the return on investment. Because I know Tracy REA is is big on making sure that people don't just go to the site, but we actually drive to the agent's traffic and inquiry. Absolutely. So REA tracks that stuff, which is I think is really good. And I think that's really important for um, an agent to be able to share with the vendor. You've put out this amount of money to show your house is properly profiled on the website, and here's what the return of that has been.